Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of A Waste of Time with It's the Real. This episode is sponsored by CISO. All the best comedy in one place. Don't believe it? CISO for yourself now. Go to CISO.com and stream for free today. No credit card needed. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Another great week for your boys, It's the Real. Yes, it is an unbroken streak. Always a great week. We started off talking with Rocky Fresh on the podcast. It was a great time talking MMG. We discussed Diddy. He had some great R. Kelly stories. Yeah, but he's very wrong in that he thinks that sneezing is better than coughing. I obviously disagree. You know what? You sound like your team crying right now. Well, you want to know what? I think that you are team sneezing, apparently, and I don't know how I feel about working with somebody who is so on the wrong side of history. I... I think that sneezing is an acceptable thing, especially in public. Coughing is, is a is a it's a sign that you're sick. They're both signs that you're sick. No, sneezing is a natural everyday occurrence. No, it's not like sneezing just happens out of nowhere. Sneezing is messy, it is gross. I'm gonna I'm gonna uplift team coughing. This is I'm coming from behind. I support the underdog. Fascinating, Jeff. We went to the Newark Collegiate Academy this week. I want to shout out our friend Harold Brown for inviting us. This is the third year that we've been invited to talk to high school freshmen. Well, yes, they are only high school freshmen for the first year, but this is our third year speaking to uh, freshmen. When we go in there, first thing we say is, what do you think that we do for a living? Because it just says Eric and Jeff Rosenthal. It doesn't say comedians or, or rappers or anything like that. And what's the answer that kids have? Construction. Construction workers. I, I just, it's fascinating. Like, they look at us and they're like, you know, you guys, hard hats, I-beams. Shouts to Taekwon, one of the great young men that we met at the Newark Collegiate Academy. He was like, how do I get in your podcast? Practice. And we said that we would shout him out. So, shouts to Taekwon, shouts to Harold Brown. We look forward to coming back next year and seeing how everyone has progressed. Also, we want to shout out Skizzy Mars. Yes, an Atlantic artist. He's sort of like, uh, what is he like? He's like a Kid Cudi type. Sure. We didn't know much about his music. We saw him live at SOB's the other night, and it was really impressive. Yes, his album Alone Together is number one on iTunes. In the rap charts, number number three three. overall. Yeah. But we went there, and here's my thing. The crowd, which was sold out, was way into it, and way into it in a way that I haven't seen in a while. Like, no one there was jaded when he said, throw your hands up. They threw their hands up. When he put the microphone out for people to yell lyrics, they all knew the words. It's been a while since I've seen that. When was the last time that you threw your hands up? 1987. 1987. We want to send our best wishes to Lior Cohen, who is currently in the hospital after suffering from a pulmonary embolism. It's a blood clot that moves through the system. It's very serious. Yeah, so shout out to his entire family. Shout out to Oz. Shout out to Lior. And, uh, you know, get well soon. Hoping for a very quick and easy recovery. Jeff, before we get into this podcast, we should say this is not the first time that we've ever recorded into GarageBand. No, even though it seems like it, we actually have 48 episodes that we've done now. Something like that. The number keeps going up. Yeah, every week we have a new episode. It's crazy. You can catch up on old episodes on SoundCloud.com slash A Waste of Time or on iTunes if you search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real. We are also on Instagram and Twitter at It's The Real. Come find us. Come tell us how... We are doing a pretty good job. This week, we talk with our friend, Cypher Sounds. You know him from Hot 97. You know him from MTV. You should know him from his new title series, No Small Talk, which is comedy-based. It's at the Comedy Cellar downtown. He has a lot of really funny people over there. Cypher, as you will hear today, is a really funny guy with a lot of stories. Yes, we were very excited to have him on to complete our Juan Epstein bingo card. And now, a waste of time with Cypher Sounds. Jeff, this episode 
is nothing to sneeze at. Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka Mass Layoffs, aka More Fire, More Fire, More Fire. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Arms on Extendos, aka Sleeve Harvey Suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cypher sounds. I didn't know how to be prepared for the thing. <laughs> uh, yo, this is uh, the X GI Joe <laughs> Collector. Yeah, this is a waste of time. It's the real. But out, 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 what up? What's up, guys? What's happening? Uh, nothing, man. Well, sorry. Yeah, lots is happening. Lots yeah. is happening. This is booming. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I hate when I say nothing when there's tons of shit happening. Yeah, there's first so and much foremost, going on. the reason why I'm here. It's because you want to hang out. Comedy show. No, I don't want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> uh, I got a new comedy show on Title, which is called the No Small Talk Comedy Series. Season two. Season two just dropped April first. <laughs> <laughs> April Fools. You got fooled into watching my crappy comedy show. Um, so yeah, so I'm making my rounds. But then I was. They were like, "Have you ever done It's the Real?" And I was like, "No. <laughs> Why haven't I?" Well, to well, be to be yeah, fair, we did reach out, yeah. and you were out of town. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. When? Uh, you were on the move at some point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh wow. Do you have multiple phones or just one? Just one. Okay. I just I got know. this one yesterday. Really? Congratulations. iPhone six. Is it working out? It's a little too big. All right. <laughs> I like the five. Real? Uh, no, but once you go six, really, it's it's over. Then that's what I heard. Well, yeah. Then they, yeah. Had, like they dropped that ES new or one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just called SE. I don't Is know. It a oh. five or it's like a in a five case, but it's capabilities of a six. I only know the six now. I don't. I don't regard don't anything go else. backwards. Never. Never. Yo, Rasta might not move backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you that we probably saw one of the greatest sets by you ever? Actually, no. You you were more like a hype man that night at Peter Rosenberg's wedding. Oh yeah, and it was amazing. Really? It, you had so much life. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, Tony Touch was DJ. Tony Touch yep. was DJ. Yeah, I was just on the You're mic. You're on the mic. Right? Yeah. It was great. Yeah, but Tony Touch, yeah, he was like doing what you're supposed to do at a wedding, playing good music right. for people eating food and occasionally getting up and dancing. But once it gets to like the last hour, it's time to go. Like It is. And I just hit him on the back like, come on, <laughs> let's turn this shit up, bro. Because you, you were... weren't supposed to, right? What, me personally? Like, yeah. No, I wasn't booked to, no. <laughs> you were a guest I can't that evening. Not, yeah. I can't not go to a DJ booth. Right, it's all about It you. doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it's just not like that. <laughs> it's just if I'm, in, if I'm in a place, that's the place I feel most comfortable where there's a DJ booth. That's dope. Um, strip clubs, I hang out in DJ booths. <laughs> What was the initiation like to get into the Big Dog Pitbulls? It was just well, 20 no, years. No, but of- there was no initiation of Big Dog Pitbulls because I actually came up with the name Big Dog Pitbulls. You did? Yeah, Crazy. I came up with that. I had to get into the Flip Squad. So that was the DJ crew that Flex had before the Pitbulls, which was Flex, Duop, Bismarcky, DJ Enough, Mad Wayne, DJ Riz. Uh, I'm probably missing Big Cap Obviously yep. rest in peace Yep And um And I was interning for Flex Doing all the bitch work That you know <laughs> Interns do Well actually Interns nowadays Don't even do enough bitch work It's, it's sad Yeah Um And then I got a shout out On Flex's I believe Second album The 60 Minutes of Funk Mixtape yep. Yeah And he shouts out All the pit bulls And then the last thing It says is like Cypher Welcome <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah <laughs> Yeah, but you know, just working my way, you know, I literally got food, opened up clubs, you know, got there early DJ. What kind of food did Flex prefer? Flex is pretty simple with his food. Chinese food, (laughs) pizza, that was back then, you know, now he's healthier. For sure. Yeah, Yeah, like his palate is very refined. Oh, very, Mr. Chow, (laughs) on the regular, you see his Instagram. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a lot of like stuff at the Westchester Mall with him. You know? <laughs> um, did you? Uh, wait. So where did you come up with the name Big Dog Pitbulls? He was the big dog, right? And his he had Big Dog already, I think. Mm-hmm. Or he used to always say it. And then you looked and then, um, <laughs> at something, and it was... I don't even remember how it came up. It was just like, barbecue it just pit. sounded like the right amount of syllables. <laughs> big dog pit bulls. It's like, we're aggressive. Well, that, because that's the, all the pit bulls were aggressive on the turntables and on the mic. Like, we were like animals. Like, there was no, like, chill pit bull. Right. You know? At the time when we first came up with it, everybody was like, we want to <laughs> fucking win. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk about when you guys first played B.I.B.I.? I I don't remember. Really? You know a specific story? No, but I feel like you guys like really broke that up here. Like, well, well, Cap was on it. Big Cap was on the record. Right, right. So that helped because Cap, you know, (laughs) why did we start playing that? Like we liked Little John. Yeah. And the reason we liked Little John back then is because he's the guy who did the Capleton tour mix over the slick rick beats oh really remember that record no you don't know cableton <laughs> tour the reggae record hold up oh. wait yeah, 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 yeah. the slick rick beats yep, yep. yeah little john made that i didn't know that yeah no a lot of people don't know that that's why that's why i'm here to, <laughs> to teach you so little john made that and we were like oh he's dope he's like a he was always like a dj you know right and right. he also was part of um uh what's the other big bass record uh the big Jermaine Dupree, So So Deaf Bass. Right. Yep. The the big the, one. Right. Come on, guys. <laughs> Ask your doorman. He's a DJ, right? He is. He is, actually. I know. He told me. Yeah. yeah. Um, no DJ doesn't tell me they're a DJ. Really? A DJ. At Club Lost and Club Medusa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the big record? Uh, from the Bass All-Stars? Um, Everyone knows it that's listening right now, and they're saying it out loud <laughs> and telling us to say it, but we don't hear them because we're in the past. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like a huge whatever. Shorty huge, swing my way. Not that one. The <laughs> yeah. other one. Okay. Yeah. What's the big one? I don't know. You know it. I do know it, but I don't want to talk about it. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, Little John produced that, so we were cool. Then he started making these other records, and that record had like you know one Cap was on it, so Cap started playing it. Right. But then it was just like, yo, this record's crazy. And then the South is. Yeah, because I feel like there was like that delineation between like before that record and after that. No, record. it's not that. Really. No, the, 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 what was that? Delineation? Delineation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are. It's a word of the day. Yeah, it's, cool. it's, Eric has a calendar. That's why Delineation. <laughs> my, my word of the day is calendar. <laughs> <laughs> the delineation, uh, as far as I could see, what we used to do in the tunnel was Master P about it, about it. Mm. That's where like change and juvenile ha. Yep. But mm-hmm. that was around BIBI days. Mm-hmm. So those records is where like I used to play. Damn, is this all about me? This yeah, I don't want it to be all. No, about it's all me. about you though. I used to be on a road with Little Kim, right? Yes. So the thing that was great about Little Kim is that she was a f- uh, sexy female that we would go everywhere because it wasn't just about the music. It was about let's see if Little Co- Little Kim comes and do some crazy sex shit, you know. <laughs> so we were going to a lot of cities down uh, down south that maybe like New York rappers weren't going to as much. And because people just was like, we want to see that sexy bitch talk about that sex <laughs> shit. Um, I would meet a lot of South DJs. And a DJ is a DJ. Like, doesn't matter where you're from. You're like in a fraternity, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, now the fraternity is way too fucking big. But <laughs> yeah. we would trade records and stuff. So I would purposely bring extra records down South. And then they would give me like, like records that were like the hottest club records in New York were like the opening records down South. 
like when people were coming in and then they would start playing all this like um no limit shit and cash money and like even like underground shit i didn't even know the names of so you were just like and, what the fuck is all this yeah but the crowd would be going crazy right <laughs> mm. so i would trade and take those records and i was like i'm gonna try these in the tunnel like if it's getting this you're seeing the reaction right it must be something to it right it wasn't necessarily my type of music but i'm like this club is shaking right now <laughs> for this for these songs i brought in i was playing in the tunnel early and it'd be like hustlers like that would drive up and down 95 with you know the drugs <laughs> <laughs> and they knew it because they'd be down south a lot so they'd be like oh that's the shit <laughs> so then that was like the little connection and flex would see me playing these records and he was like what what is this why are you playing this because it'd be like reaction and he's like we call it the shoulder when he puts his hand on your shoulder, that means don't play this record next week. Matter of fact, give me your two copies, <laughs> and then you find two more. So yeah, so that's where like the South record starts. Sorry guys, I helped bring the South up. No, here. no I think it's amazing. Tell us about um, the beginning, like um, when you broke Rapper's Delight. Rapper's Delight. <laughs> I told Grandmaster Cats. <laughs> you got on a Big Dog Pitbulls call with all the DJs, right? All the call, yeah. And you said, guys, I, I don't think. There's ever been a pitbull call. <laughs> I used to watch the heavy hitters yeah. have like their weekly conference call, and I look at them like, how do you, how do you do, how do you tell everybody that? Yo, we asked everybody's so organized. We, yeah. we asked enough. We're like, yo, so Kanye's a heavy hitter. Would he ever jump on the phone calls? He's like, actually, yes, and he would try to just promote his record. And everyone would be like, mm, yeah, we're, we're good, we're good. <laughs> um, what do you think when? What do you think when when Dipset jumped on Bad About It? Uh, it was okay. They yeah. didn't do it. They didn't do it justice. Of course, but it's not like, like Cameron did the Tupac record, the Ambitions of a Rider. Right, he did that one way better. Yes, thought about it was okay. But this was like it was just like a merging of like your two worlds. Yeah, what a disappointment! All came together. No, that's funny you say that because when I was on the road with Kim, I've told this story before, but not to your beautiful listener. <laughs> um, uh, Mace used to come on the road with us sometime. This was before Mace's album came out, so he had like the song with Diddy, mm-hmm. "Hold You Down." Yep. Mm-hmm. He had "More Money, More Problems" because Biggie's album was out, and he had uh, I don't even think "Feel So Good" was out yet. He had a couple other like arm. Oh, the 112. Yep. He was on the 112 record, so he would come on the road with us and just come out and do like guest spots with us, and he would bring like his crew was Cameron, Blinky Blink, and sometimes Jim Jones. Yeah. So it was like I met like them so early, like like that's why me and Cam are so cool because we remember like we were both like nineteen, like in like on the, on the road, yeah, Birmingham, yeah, or yeah. Dallas, or something. yeah. I remember we went to Dallas, beautiful spots, yeah. And Mace was like destroying it, like killing it, really. Three songs, four songs, killing it. So he would just do his feature from like only you, and then like turn it off, yeah, and then get into something else. Or he, yeah, yeah, that's he, all. That's like, what I got even, hits. No, yeah. but like yeah, when yeah, I hits. when I first started with Kim, she only had Get Money. Player's anthem, uh, and then like six hours of sex talk. <laughs> yeah, a lot of she just did like a TED talk. Of sex talk. <laughs> no, and she had like R and B. She was on like a, like four different R and B records, and we would make like, a, you know, a good half hour show out of like not even having all her records out. You know, no time. I think no time was mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. and then like eventually like another single would come out, then the, the album would come out, and then it was more and more, and then Benjamins and. But yeah, in the beginning it was just like 
You know how dudes nowadays they'll go do a club like do like three songs like that's what it was. I mean, like. we saw Mims do um, <laughs> "This Is Why I'm Hot" three and a half times, yeah, in including concert, the remix, including yeah. the remix. Yeah, um, you gotta fill the time. Right? <laughs> it's a perfect show. We saw uh, we saw Swiss perform at like a one year anniversary of some club in in like yeah Hoboken. Hoboken. And he did uh, he did only hooks. And it, right. it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Swiss knows how to put a show together. Totally. And he's a DJ. So he basically like He's your brother. <laughs> your brother. Yeah. He knows how Swiss. To... <laughs> Wait, so when you were working with Kim, were you brought into that Foxy beef? Um I mean I was around it. You gotta understand, I was a fat beats employee during the week and little Kim's DJ on the weekend. <laughs> so like I'm like underground, raucous army jacket backpack <laughs> in the limo just angry all the time like you were, they were to like, be feared they was <laughs> they were just like to me they were like you know commercial like fucking commercial when i used to come back to fat beats they're like did you bring us some champagne <laughs> <laughs> and i was on the road like and i would just sit there they'd be smoking and drinking i don't smoke a drink and I would go to my room and I would bring my MPC with me and I would just make beats in my room and they'd be like they got like mad girls in all the rooms and I'm just like mm. <laughs> um, so yeah so it was weird but I was just around a lot like I heard so many st- I used to, I heard Biggie's whole album in pieces unfinished before it came out the yeah. Life After Death like and I heard my downfall. Before uh, DMC was on it, Man. I heard um, I heard mad shit. I heard Benjamin's the original Benjamin's Styles P was on it. Whoa! In the beginning, before, and Puff took his spot. I right. don't know. That's why Styles is not on it. Not on he was it. first. Right. Um, yeah, I heard like all these records. Victory, I heard before it came out. They were like, "Yeah, this is for Puff's album," <laughs> but like, but Biggie's like the producer of it. And I was like, what? "What's <laughs> happening? How do you do that?" They're like, "Nah, he's the executive producer." <laughs> So yeah, before Buster was on Victory, I heard that. Man. All like like the um the uh what's beef, like different versions of it. It was crazy. That's man. dope. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> I didn't know how dope it was. Like I was just like oh, You didn't this. give a shit. You were just like <laughs> No, I was just like just wants to listen to rock. They just <laughs> like they just like talk so much shit. But they they would talk about Inga who's Foxy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I but she was like down with them. Or like she was cool with the junior mafia guys. But Kim would be like jealous, like on some girl shit. You know how girls fucking yeah, fight. Right. And so like they'd be like, Tell that bitch Inga don't come around here. Da, da, da. And like, we no, we fuck with Inga. Da, da, da. Like, like this, I hate this shit, man. When did you first meet the locks? Oh, uh, same thing with Kim. We were we were in I I know exactly where me and Jada Kids always talk about this. We were in uh remember Greek Fest? Yep. So we were in Greek Fest in I think Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> and I met the Locks, and they, the the promoter. We were at the hotel. The promoters came, picked up the Locks first. They went and performed, and then they came back. And then we were supposed to get in the van and go perform. And the Locks were like, "Yo, show's done." <laughs> Yo, they, we they they um they the people rushed the fence. They like crashed the whole shit. Like the cops came. It's like a riot. And we never got to go. Like, <laughs> we were just chilling with, with the locks. How does Kim even like meet you? Because you're if you're working at Fat Beats. Yeah. Oh well, I was managed by Jessica. Oh, Stress Entertainment. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, she was cool with 
Un and those guys and Little Kim was through Undias. Yep. So it was just like management connection. Gotcha. It was just like, do you want to DJ for Kim? And you were like, <laughs> I guess. Well, first I was DJing for Sadat X, <laughs> which I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, but that only lasted one show. But for like one, one show? Weekend. Yeah, because then it was like his budget couldn't afford a DJ. And he sent me home and he just did like we want a tour. The greatest tour ever. Alcoholics mm-hmm. exhibit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Moon, Smith and Wesson, bars, uh, Helter Skelter. Uh, How many women were in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, there was a lot. Because look, we were in the West Coast, right? Sadat X, Sadat X, Boot Camp, Alcoholics is one other group I don't remember, and it was like collegey crowds, underground, and I was like, who's like this? You know, I loved it, but who's sure. gonna come to this? But like packed shows, yo, packed like, you know, same way you go down to like South by or something like, you know, right. it's like, there's a there's an underground market, but but mm. who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, can you talk about well, so you're talking about anything? Your complex piece about the tunnel was so good. Yeah, is it like the seventy five? Yeah, tunnel yeah. bangers. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, what was the seventy six? <laughs> I don't even remember the seventy five. What was it like when you first went in there? In the tunnel? Yeah. Um, so Riz used to DJ first. DJ Riz, greatest, one of the greatest DJs of all time. I can say greatest. Is it on You're your Word of the Day calendar? <laughs> yeah, greatest. Um, yeah, so he, I used to like intern for him, like carry his crates. Right. I, I don't even know what it's, it's not even an intern, I just carry crates. And he used to be the DJ, so I used to go with him. And uh, I hated it at first. I hated it. I'm like, because like, I used to like what Riz was playing in the beginning, but then later on in the night, because he also had to close, so we had to stay there all night, <laughs> one o'clock when it's like the prime time, and people would be going crazy for like Player's Anthem, and I'm like, this is corny, man. <laughs> this is fur coat rap. This is corny, man. Shiny suits and all that. And then um, I learned later learned to, to appreciate it, sure. but it was like, it was whack. It was fucking, I used to hate it, because the tunnel was like, fucking just the hood is of hood yo yeah you know and it was just like oh this is so whack and then now i, I wish the tunnel was still around because the sure. energy was crazy but then um yeah so then eventually he let he stopped dj because he was getting like his own gigs like he was opening up for flex but then he started blowing up getting his own gigs so he's like i don't want to open up anymore so they asked me to to do it and uh i, I told this when cat passed away Cap's job, like, they used to let 500 girls in free at 10, so girls were lined up at, like, 7.30, 8 o'clock. They were lined up. So they were like, yo, we're going to start opening the doors earlier because we can't have all these girls just in the street. So can you get here at 9.30 and then play till Cap comes, which would be, like, around, like, 10.30. And then Cap came 10.30, and then he was like, oh, they got somebody else playing and then he used to just start coming later and later and later until he came like 12 o'clock so i would just play in the in the beginning and when would flex go on like one yeah like it was it was me then it was cap from like 11 45 to 12 45 and then i would get back on and play 15 minutes of reggae which flex Hated reggae, but it was just like it was just like a palate cleanser. Yeah, and he was almost like, "Yo, play shitty reggae." <laughs> and then, and then, um, and then Flex would get on, and it would be madness. And then, did you still have to play at the end? Yeah, you but took then, Riz's. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to play at the end. 
Yeah, once I got, once I was on the road, yo, I always say like Little C's taught me a lot about music and how to rock that type of crowd. Because I didn't listen to Clue tapes. I was more like, you know, like listening to Stretch and Bob and Underground Radio. Right, right. But Clue tapes were the soundtracks of people going to the tunnel. Right. So C's would play that and be like, yo, this song's hot, this song's hot. And I'm like, I don't really like it. And then I would play it in a club and get crazy reaction. And then I... Then it became more about me becoming a DJ that had to please the crowd as opposed to just playing what I like. Right. And I, I was like, I could still play all the underground I want other places or in my house or whatever. Like, right. I was like, this yeah, is no a one job. could stop you in your house. <laughs> in my house, I'm going to play what I want. Jessica can't say not to play that. And yeah, like, it was like, a, it became a job. What underground records did you try to sneak into those sets? Um, uh, I don't remember, like, Alcoholics. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I would play album cuts, mm-hmm. but that's how I played. Like, um, like I'd play like, um, you know, Eye for an Eye. Mm-hmm. You know, Shook Ones was the big record, and also right. um, Survival of the Fittest. But I'd play Eye for an Eye, and like Temperatures Rising, like album, and they would all work. Like people would know them, like all the album cuts. Did that make you feel like it doesn't even matter what you play? No, because that's how I learned how to. That's why DJing sucks nowadays, because. Everybody's just trying to get their own shine as opposed to looking at the whole night mm-hmm. as an event. And my job was to warm up the crowd, get them drinking, get them starting to dance, get girls dancing with R&B, take it to a point. Why would I play the hottest record at, in the moment at 11 o'clock? It doesn't make sense. Well, because right. you're on the DJ turntables. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Yeah, that's why you you go out. Parties suck now because <laughs> Yo, nowadays, there's a DJ that plays at 10 to 11, and he plays every hot record. Mm -hmm. Then the guy gets on from 11 to 12 and plays the same hot records. Mm -hmm. Then 12 to 1, the same thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? You need to give him the shoulder. Somebody got to get the shoulder, (laughs) man. So it doesn't, like, we we had the tunnel popping because I would play records, album cuts, shit that people liked. And album cuts, remember, like, Biggie, um, give me the loot. Yeah, that's an album cut. <laughs> but the Brooklyn dudes were going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Singing word for word. Nas, um, uh, any I would play Illmatic album cuts. Oh, like, see, I would play. I know I can. <laughs> it wasn't out yet. It wasn't out yet. Salam was in there though. Salam was in the tunnel. Who else would come through? Diplomats, oh Cameron, Jim Jones, uh, Smooth the Hustler, and them was always in there. Akinelli was always in there. Nori. Rough Riders. Rough Riders, yeah, later on. Any of the Rockefeller guys sneak in there? Yeah, they would they would come they mostly came on their nights. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really hang out a lot. How do you feel about artists who would perform with backing tracks? Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You don't hold them to like a higher like you know nah, well, like what's backing tracks? Well like they shouldn't like spit over their own lyrics. The lyrics right. or the T V track. TV track meaning TV track is all the vocals are there except for the main vocal. So like your background ad libs are there. Right, right, right. That's okay. That's what you're supposed to spit on. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. I mean, it's it's very sloppy. I don't like it, but and I understand sometimes, like if like someone's coming in from out of town and they yeah. surprise you and you're like, I only have this. Like, right. Yeah. And then like sometimes the instrumental's not full enough because the background vocals aren't there. Mm-hmm. But um, see, that's another thing. Like that's why when R and B singers sing. All their background vocals are there except for the main 
part. So sometimes they're letting the hook part or like the ad lib part play and the vocals are there and people are like, he's lip syncing. <laughs> but it's not. It's just right. the background track. Well, some are lip syncing. But some, it's yeah. just the background track. Right. So no, like name, when you names. record vocals, <laughs> yo, Usher, I'm coming for you. Yo. Nah. Um, when you, when you, Rock Nation when brother. you record, yeah. nah, Title. I'm just joking. Uh, everybody, brother. all are yeah. good R&B artists. So like you go to the studio, there's like your main vocal track, but then there's like 16 tracks to make it sound full. Right. right. So all that is there. You just take out the main and you sing the main part. And people are like, oh, he's lip syncing. I'm like, oh, it's not. It's TV track. They don't get it. They don't know what it is. I went to see Lil Yachty at yeah. um at Webster Hall, and he performed over his backing vocals all the entire the entire <laughs> every track. show. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, I, I, if Lil Yachty <laughs> isn't gonna and so Lil Yachty's like sound is like what. Like, uh, you know those, like, baby um, keyboards? Like, <laughs> clink, clink, clink. That's what it is. But, like, who did you see there that night in the audience standing right I next saw, to you? I uh, saw Emery, and I saw Biggs, and I saw, like, and they were like, oh, you were here to support, like, our brother. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and then Coach K Coach came K. over. But, yeah. like, such an odd, like, It was the weirdest. Yeah. Oh, Coach yeah. Lil Yachty's with Coach K? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, like, no. Emery and Biggs being at a Lil Yachty show yeah. in Webster Hall, in the basement of Webster yeah. Hall. I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to like Lil Yachty. Yeah, like OGs at like this like weird like high school show. <laughs> yeah, I mean we have Coach K though. Yeah, sure. he's an OG. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he is. Um, can you talk about first time you met Rihanna? Yeah. It was a All cold, right. <laughs> it's a cold and wintry day. No, uh, this new phone is ringing. But, yo, it's, you're ringing off. Oh no! He called me twice. Something must be wrong. Mm. Or something's great. No. <laughs> Not when he calls. Uh, yeah, Rihanna, I met um, in her producer's studio, which was in Bronxville. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Loft. That's what it's called? Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Because our friend, he, those the guys who brought her in. Yeah. Well, they're because they're both married to Bayesian women. Yeah. Or were at the time. I don't I don't get into that personally. But and then I guess I think Rihanna's one of their nieces or like a friend of the family or something. So right. they met her when she was like sixteen. Um uh, yeah, and then I met her when she was seventeen. But what are you what are you on. doing up there? Um uh, Mr. Morgan, who now runs OVO. Yes. Uh was and he friends was your with guy. Yeah, he's yeah. one of my best friends. Friends with who the guy who was managing her. And they wanted me to like go hear it, see if I'd be interested in playing it on the radio and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cardi was like the first feature she ever had, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, I liked the record, and I was the first one to play it on the radio Crazy. ever. Yeah. So um, yeah, she was just like a kid. Like yeah. I, I don't even believe who she is now. <laughs> like it's insane. Yeah. Know? Was it weird like running into her and you're just like, oh shit? Recently? Yeah. Because then you you ran into her. Oh yeah, I saw her at a club. I think it was New Year's. I think so. Yeah, it was New Year's. Yeah. Um. No, but I've talked to her on the phone though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I talked to her, like over text and stuff. But um, she's mad. She's always mad, cool, mad, appreciative. Like still says thank you to this day. You know does, what I'm saying? Does she remember the guys at the loft? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, she's still cool. But um, I was with her for a long time. And I should have. She You know, I was supposed to be her DJ. I'm in the video and. I didn't. I was so caught up on the radio that I basically just got Max Glazer the job to yeah. DJ for. But um, I should have went. I fucked up. <laughs> I should have went. Could have been down in like Birmingham and Dallas and like all these. Yeah, but no, she blew there. up. Her <laughs> shit blew up fast, man. 
World Tour is fast. International. Yeah. Yeah, I should have went. A couple um, of regrets I have in life. Okay. What are the other ones? Let's like really go through it on this podcast. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think of things. I don't know how to say this. I don't think I can't. Like if you ask me who's my top f- five favorite rappers, mm-hmm. for some reason when I'm put on the spot, I can't think of those. Things. But if you give me time to like think about it and write it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like so right now, if you ask me other regrets, I won't remember. But if we start talking about it. Then, then we can come up with your top five regrets. Yeah. Then we can make a complex list. <laughs> yeah, you make a complex. <laughs> it's funny. I was DJing in London, and they hired me to play only Tunnel records. Only Tunnel. That's all they wanted. T- records that rocked in the Tunnel. Sounds good right. so far. And I had to go back into that complex. <laughs> you just download the list. <laughs> yeah. And you I, just press no, play. but you know complex is fucking sneaky bastards because <laughs> they won't put the whole list. Right. You got to keep clicking to the next page. Right. So that you Give hit, him some yeah, money. Yeah. 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 So I was like, fuck, I got to write down these records. And I'm like, <laughs> I should have this list. And I'm like looking at it at the party, mind you. I'm on Wi-Fi. Like, wait, really? You're- <laughs> yeah. Because like, cause like I had like the the top ones. Right. And they were like, like go Yo, go ill, mate. Go ill. Like, go deep. And I was like, oh, fuck. What's, like, what's, I got number one through 20. Right. No right. problem. Yeah. But they're like, play 74. And I'm like, what is, what was 74? Like, T-O-N-Y. Yeah. Or like, all them type of joints. Um, Master IC. Can you talk about breaking hustling? Have you guys ever heard of DJ Khaled? Um, yeah. DJ some Khaled, say Khaled, yeah. some say Khalid. <laughs> Who says Khalid? Who says that? What lyric is that? That's uh, some say Khaled. Why? Say Khalid. Why do people pronounce names wrong? Uh, great question. Well, you have to ask like whiter people than us. But <laughs> but here's what I'm saying: if you see my name written down, yes. I understand oh. how you could mess it up. Louis, yeah, L O U I, Sifa sounds cheaper. Sifa, I get it all. I get it all. But I'm not on a hundred records saying DJ. Khaled. Right. Yo, you know what's crazy? He says it the we, way you're supposed to say it. Correct. We go into so many meetings and people still don't know who he is. Like, people are like, oh, like, he's like this guy that, like, it's on Snapchat and, like, they yeah. act like he's, like, just part of the air. Yeah. But, like, all these executives right. have no idea, like, about his history. Especially the new, the new Khaled, the Snapchat yeah, yeah. Khaled. No, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody knows his past, though. Right? Yeah, they think he just came, just. Yeah, he's like this funny on, guy on yeah. Snapchat. Right. It's sad. <laughs> anyway, um, I was in Miami. I, Khaled is my brother. We I used to go yeah, down there all the time. <laughs> all DJs are brothers. You know the secret code word, humble and uh, so, <laughs> so I was in Miami with him. Like I, you know, I would go to the studio where Khaled was. I'd hang out with him every time I went to Miami. And he was like, "Yo, we got this new record out here." And he like maybe started just playing it, and he played it for me, and. It was Rick Ross hustling. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. <laughs> Shit's crazy. And I like, back then we had way more freedom on the radio. Mm-hmm. We could break records. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. Wait, what are you saying about the radio now? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it is now because I haven't listened in a year. What was it? PPM? Is that the? PPM, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we used to break records. So I came up here and I just started playing the shit out of that record. And it was over the, around uh, the Christmas break or mm-hmm. starting to get into the Christmas break. So like. Flex would take off. People would take off because it was holidays, and I just fucking worked. Yeah. So I was just playing it, playing it, playing it over and over, and then uh, I got friendly with Jay. I mean, I always knew Jay, but Jay Z, mm-hmm. but Jay Z, Sean, yeah, yeah. I know me and Sean, <laughs> but we 
I was I don't know why he was asking me to help him with certain records or listen to certain records. And then I told him about uh Damian Marley, uh Welcome to Jam Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I then I told him about Rick Ross hustling and then and Rihanna the uh upon the replay and he was like you just you should come work here. yeah like, it's and time then to, you did yeah it's yeah. time to come work here because you bringing us good records jam rock almost got signed but then the marley lawyer stepped in and it was they couldn't do it but um obviously the other two did but yeah so i was playing i hit him it was i know it was uh december 23rd and I was like, yo, Jay, there's this record out of Miami. It's the craziest record I ever heard. I'm playing it like crazy. You got to hear it. It's the shit. And he was like, great. Hit me back on <laughs> the 27th. It's Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I don't celebrate holidays, so I forget how much <laughs> it means to people. Sure. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's Christmas. Wait, Wait you don't know. celebrate holidays? No. Are you Jehovah's Witness? No, 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 okay. no. I didn't witness anything. <laughs> no, I just don't believe in them. All right. Um, what about your birthday? Yeah, but I believe in things that are real that mean something to you. Right, right, right. So, like, if your birthday, you guys are friends of mine. Yes, mm-hmm. I celebrate your birth. I don't know Jesus like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I celebrate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's it, my favorite thing. That that's my puff? most uh, yeah unappreciated puffy saying. I celebrate you. I don't. I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah, is it new? No, this is old. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. I celebrate you. By the way, so obviously, like, Sife don't get gas. Like, that's the biggest like thing ever. Yeah, but. Our favorite Cypher Sounds thing on radio. Do you remember? What? Saturday. Oh, yeah. In New York. <laughs> Elephant Man. It's the best. Wait, must have been the 4th of July. Do you celebrate 4th of July? Uh-huh. Uh, 4th of July. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Because it's like America's birthday. Sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there but you go. That, but it, Way to justify it's it. It's something that really happened that you can point back to. There's proof that they declared independence on July 4th, uh, 1776. Yes. I don't know. uh, There's too many different stories about Jesus and Easter. Good thing that we're talking here. You're talking to two Jews (laughs) who don't know anything about Jesus. And then there's a lot of rumors of what you guys did. So it's like it's all (laughs) nasty. It's nasty. It's nasty. (laughs) All these these thousands of years of rumors. Well, like I I celebrate like, like, I mean, I, I like studying like history and and all that stuff. So I understand the meanings and the points, but I like I'm not Christian. You so celebrate would, Bastille Day. <laughs> I don't yeah, exactly. I don't like non Christians celebrating Uh-oh. Christmas. Oh. oh, I agree. I hate it. Yeah. Who like, no, oh. it's an American holiday. Peter does that. Peter definitely does that. <laughs> it pisses me off. He he lives in a divided household though. But I guess yeah. no, before celebrate? before <laughs> before he was with his He's one of those yeah, guys. He's, he's a turncoat. He's like they're like, no, it's like American. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's no. Christian. Do you? Yeah, right. I hate it. Wait, does he have like the he had the tree before oh, Alexa? I, well, I've always since I've known him, he's been with his girl who's yeah, now his right. wife. definitely definitely yeah, he had has a, tree. a tree though. He always had a tree. Do you have a tree? No. Never. When I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, but like never in your adult life. Well, yeah, like when I like when I had a girl that celebrated yeah. but i don't i don't if you celebrate cool right i don't right. stop i don't knock your you just hustle don't want it in your house no no no. you if i if i was with a catholic girl that celebrated christmas it's fine that's her beliefs right my wife is christian i don't i don't like you like knock her down every time that, you know, <laughs> every time she tries to bring a tree in the house you're just well, like, i think if you if you're tree. a certain religion <laughs> 
and you follow the the traditions of your religion, great. I just don't like how people follow. I want this to be like you, like taking your wedding vows. You say it to your wife. You're just pointing at her, just like if you celebrate that, fine. Do you? Do you? Who DJed at at your at your wedding? Oh, my wedding was popping. Well, of course it was. Did they play all the tunnel records? Yeah, I had DJ uh, Messiah, or who's now known as uh, uh, Mike Sessions. Is that because they mispronounced Messiah? <laughs> no, nah, he changed his name. Uh, then Trip, who's now Flex is like right hand man. Uh, Camillo, mm. DJ Riz, the hardest, the hardest working DJ in the business. Yeah, for DJ real. Camillo, Camillo, DJ Riz, Max Glazer, and Funkmaster Flex. Did did they all have times like they started yeah. at? I had. Did they all play I the had, same songs? No, I had <laughs> each DJ what specific type of music they were supposed to play. The only one who didn't listen was Flex. <laughs> Did Flex start out like ding 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 doom 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 doom? I don't know what that is. That's the one song that he plays. You know that right? Breakbeat. The doom 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 This is this is gonna sound like the stupidest thing us what us on the podcast is that a little yachty? Yeah, it's a little plinky keyboard. No, Peter Piper. No, boo. Gonna have to figure this out. Yeah. You know, Flex always plays it. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, just look up do 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 do. Good luck. I hate searching for records on the internet. No, I know this. But like, like when you only well, know the instrumentals. You, how are you searching for it? Because a friend of ours in the business, we always remark on how Flex always plays that record. Yeah, but wait, what? Um, I don't know. What are you even searching for? Hmm. What are you searching for? Our friend. Oh, you're just searching for. Okay, just give them up. Just name names. All oh, right, here we go. You can bleep it names, out. Yo. Yeah, that's that's that Peter, Peter Piper. Piper. <laughs> but the original, yeah, the original, <laughs> the original. Oh, 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 the um. Oh yeah, that's um. Welcome to the Mardi Gras. Ah, yeah, by Bob James. <laughs> Bob James. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. All right. Well, glad we settled that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Did Flex play that at your wedding? Uh, no, but he should have. <laughs> I had so I had trip. On like dinner music, which was like soul, soulful mm-hmm. music. The Godfather theme. <laughs> the soul, soul Godfather. Then I had, uh, then I had, I had. It was supposed to be flex. I didn't want to keep flex too long. He doesn't really like doing shit like that. I had flex on like classics. You know when he cuts up like even right. shit like that, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. fun older dance music like um, before I let go. Oh yeah, totally. like all classics. Um, and then I had Camilo on. I had Riz on 90s hits, and then Camilla was on, like, the new hits of today. But who did 15 Minutes of Shitty Reggae? <laughs> Max Glazer, of course. <laughs> did anyone, like, use the mic, too? Yeah, of course. At a wed- at that wedding, though, that's going to be awesome. My wedding? Let me- Can I talk about my wedding? Please. Yeah. I don't know if I... I don't really expose personal shit, guys. No, but you got her, though. All right. You're not on your my own wedding podcast. Was- <laughs> my wedding was fucking popping. So... I do outside. The ceremony is outside. Outside is uh, close family and friends for the ceremony. Yes. Right. Listen, this is my blueprint. I'll allow you. I'll allow <laughs> you to use it if you want. But this is Shots the best the way to do planners. a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Even the well, the venue when we explained how we were going to do it, they were like, "That's amazing." <laughs> That's nice. So uh, close family and friends mm-hmm. ceremony. Yep. And we go to the venue, which is we're outside the venue for the ceremony outside. Then go to the venue, top floor, dinner right away. 
So you go from outside to dinner. No cocktail hour. Right. You go right to dinner. So as soon as you get upstairs, dinner's being served to close family and friends. On the low, on the level underneath us is where the party's going to be. So there's some people who you want at your wedding, but you don't necessarily want them at the like beautiful sentimental part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you sound like yeah. sound like Lon Trost from the Yankees when he was just like, you know what? Uh, people in premium seats deserve to sit next to people in premium seats. Like, yeah. don't have the uh, the yeah, lower you class. Mi- you don't want to mix them. Yeah, yeah. So then, so then while we're Having dinner upstairs, and then there was a couple like best man speech, you know, um, some sentimental shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the sentimental bullshit. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right away upstairs, and then people start arriving and they're going downstairs. But there's food downstairs too. There's there's a food station, right? Dope. And then so once we come downstairs, there's already people down there kind of partying. Then we bring the the whole rest of the party, which is the whole family and friends, and there's no assigned. Tables, no like, well, there was upstairs for dinner, but it was smaller. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And downstairs, there's like, you know, there's tables if you want to sit and eat, but really it's like couches, seats, dancing. And there's not like s- dance for a little while, then sit down, then get up again and dance. Like, we're not, I hate that shit where you're like told what to do at a right. party. Right. Uh, right. Have you ever been to a club? <laughs> <laughs> then I had Put your hands me up. personally, yeah. I'm not really a good dancer. So when I'm at a wedding, Prove it. it's either <laughs> either you're dancing or you're sitting at your table. So I had casino set up and it was like craps and roulette tables and Are you nice with the dice? I'm nice with the dice. <laughs> nice with the dice. So then like people were just having the best fucking time all night long. That's dope. Yeah. How late did it go? Uh, I don't remember. Probably was- like two. Oh, oh, oh. And then at the end, woo, <laughs> woo, at the end, I had a Philly cheesesteak truck outside. Damn. So giving out free Philly cheesesteaks. Enough. And his girl sat there, <laughs> ate like five of them, yo. <laughs> yo, you could get, I think, one or two for free. After that, you had to pay. He was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and the truck played. All 90s hip hop. That's It's awesome. actually Rosenberg's friend. I forgot it's Phil. I hope it's Phil. I, it might be Phil. It might be Phil. Uh, I forgot his name. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's Phil. Wait, are um, you just saying that because it's Phil Lee's cheese? No, <laughs> I think that's why he calls it that. But yeah. And he was outside 90s hip hop, Black Moon, Smith & Wesson, J. Rue the Damager as you go get your final cheesesteak. That's, was... that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, if you want me to plan your wedding, I'm available. Yeah. <laughs> um, Does Rock Nation get a cut of that? Yeah, they get a cut of everything. <laughs> They got a cut of this. Um, can you talk about? Uh, didn't you also A and R for Pharrell? Yeah, how was that? Track. Um, it was cool. Not, nothing. It was hard because actually, I was just talking to Family. I saw Family in uh, South by. Did you hit them on their? <laughs> I hit him on his beat phone. Just oh. one guy. Yeah. Do you think Family's a they? Well, I always like because it's like Family, right? Yeah. And it's like, but it is hit me on my beeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's singular. Yeah. Right. It's just one guy. The, yeah. There was a group called The Family <laughs> on JMJ Records. There was also um, uh, Charles Manson's followers were called The Family. Right. Yeah. And also, I think, Insane Clown Posse. Yes, yeah, so all their fans. Also, also yeah. Puff Daddy and The Family. The family. family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it would have been dope if it was Puff Daddy and The Family. Wow. Puff Daddy and the... That sounds like a mashup album from 2006. <laughs> what if it was Puff Daddy and the Juggalos? <laughs> that, that would be nuts. Wait, now I feel like I'm at one of your improv shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it was dope, though. Like, I mean, obviously, 
Pharrell is fucking amazing, one of my favorites ever. But um, so I worked on Khalees album, Clips album, Family. I was mostly Family's A and R, but then I also worked on other stuff. There was another girl, Vanessa. Oh, some Spanish name. I know. name. She was a singer there. Um, did you do the Attack of the Clones? I mm, I was around, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I didn't really work on it, but I was around. Yeah. But so, so the thing with Pharrell's was so annoying <laughs> is one two things that were mad annoying about Pharrell. One, I'd go sometimes I'd drive to Virginia and just go to their studio because mm-hmm. it was easier. And uh Pharrell would make a beat. I'd be sitting on the couch. I'm like, this beat is fire, yo. This is the, one of the illest beats I ever I hate it. And just turn his machine off. <laughs> I'm like, no! <laughs> Why, why do you do that? I was like, that beat was whack. I'm like, Pharrell, that beat was crazy. And then he'll turn his machine back on. He'll start working again, banging out some beats. I'm like, this one's even better. Holy shit. I hate it. <laughs> Just turns it off. Just d- not save, not delete. So he did it one more time, and I fucking threw my hand in front of the machine. I was like, Pharrell, just let it, just let it sit for a minute. Or just record it. Just save it. He's like, all right, let's go eat. <laughs> and we go to Outback. <laughs> we went to Outback Steakhouse. And we came back, and he plays it. And he's like, what's this beat? <laughs> he's like, this shit is hot. <laughs> That's the one you made. He's like, this ain't the one I made. I'm like, Pharrell, it's your machine. You think somebody came and snuck a beat? And then uh, I forgot what song it became. Uh, I think it was on the Clips album. The Hell Have No Fury. Yeah. Hell have, Man. Yeah, Hell yeah, Have No Fury. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Time. That's yeah. with, um, it might have been um Chinese New Year, one of those. Man. Um, yeah, but that was great. But then also another thing I hated about Pharrell is that <laughs> Too nice. he would make a song for one of his artists. I mean, I'm the A&R of Star Trek, so I only care about Star Trek artists and making them successful, right? Right, yes. And he'd make a song, give it to Fam Lay or the clips. Well, the clips figured out how to not let this happen so he'd give it to family and family would do a song and it'd be crazy and then an artist would come looking for beats and he would give them the beat <laughs> and, I, and we're like do you know the clones album the nori song on yep. the clones album yeah it's like real fast yeah that was a family record damn and he'd be like i'll give family something else and i'm like <laughs> you gotta stop doing this so then that's when we i started like yo can we get other producers like does it have to be all neptunes and I remember I got two beats from Little John hmm. before. Um, I think what really set Little John off was the Youngblood's Damn record. Yeah. Right. It was, 2003 or something. It was that same sound that had. Oh, well, anyway, yeah. Uh, that same sound, but before the Damn record came out. Yeah. And so we, you know, he was in that zone. And then so I had two Little John records that were fire. Hmm. And uh, they'll never come out. I got them in my laptop. And um, <laughs> and then uh, and two records from um, Nelly's producer, the kid J E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one ever got beats from that guy. Never. I don't know why. He had dope. He had dope beats. And I was like, you know, I, we don't want Nelly beats. Right. We want like, you know, I'm sure you do other types. He's like, thank, thank you, thank <laughs> God. Like, yes. And he had dope, dope beats. Damn. And never came out. He had a dope house in St. Louis. It was fucking... No. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's in St. Louis, though. <laughs> I know. Did you ever meet Slowdown? 
No. The who slow down? He's, he's the one with the one, mask. Yeah, the lunatic. No. Saint, Saint lunatics. Like, I mean, I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, big fan. Yeah. You love his entire catalog. No, I, I met all the Saint lunatics, but I didn't know who they were. I mean, I met him with Nelly. Oh, there's a um, new comedy show on Title. Yes, it's called the No No Small Talk Comedy Series. Season two. Season two is out right now. You should go watch it. Do you have to watch season one first so you can understand season two. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's all connected. It's the comedy Game of Thrones. Um, no, uh, so yeah, if you want dope comedy uh, recorded at the Comedy Cellar, which is one of the illest comedy clubs in the world, mm-hmm. dope comedians, go watch it on Title. Oh yeah, you got to go get Title. And then you go watch it. But that's cool because then you can listen to the Kanye album as yeah. it was originally intended right? yeah. on title. It's out now on, on other, other things, right? But yeah. really, yeah. for all intents and purposes, yeah, wait, why are you promoting other Sorry. services? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I heard he changed some of it. Like, yeah. A couple lines. Did you something? listen to any updated stuff? Yeah. How is it? It's good. Wait, how much has it changed? So much. <laughs> no, that's actually it. I heard it's, he took like, the Puerto Rican parade line out. Yeah, which really? is a bummer because that's and the why? best line. It's a great line. Why do you take it out? Do you think he hates... Puerto Rican parades, <laughs> maybe. Do you think he hates parades? No, I, the best line on there was the one that he talked about uh, driving ninety miles to yeah, uh, whoop like someone's ass. Like, yeah. Did he take that out too? No, no that's still oh, okay. in there. Yeah, but I'm just saying the best line out of all that. Yeah, that's that sounds pretty dope. Even though it's not finished, right? Yeah. I love I love uh, two, three, four. You know, oh, you're just going through the tracklist. Are you, track you, doing, are you, yeah, are you track naming list. the Kendrick songs? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. untitled. <laughs> Um, March 3rd, <laughs> by the way, 1984. Be, be honest, because we all know that Rosenberg was like way, way, way into Kendrick, yeah. like the moment he touched down. Yeah. Did you always get it and like it and appreciate it? No. Yeah, same. No, I don't. I remember, it's funny, there was a point in time where uh, I was like, tr- I always try to get into new music, but I'm very particular in things I like. Oh, so I'm late on a lot of things. Uh, and like, I was asked. I was at some show, and I asked this kid. You ever heard of that kid, Ferris Bueller? Yeah, yeah. You know him? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah kind of course. down with playing Patton. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. friends with Pharrell and all. And that. I was asking him like, "What's some new shit?" He was like, "Yo, there's this kid from the West Coast. I love West Coast." Mm-hmm. He was like Kendrick Lamar, and I was like, "That's his name." What's the fuck <laughs> is his? I hate rappers. You know what's crazy? You don't even criticize Ken, uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I've abused Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> Me and him. He used to work at the radio station, like. I think he was an intern or something. Oh, really? really? And we used to have battles about who knew more about <laughs> Ferris Bueller. And he's like, Doug, my name is Ferris Bueller. It doesn't matter. I know more about Ferris Bueller. It's my favorite movie. And um, I went and downloaded or li- or listened to the, what was the Section big one? Section 80? Yeah, Section 80. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really love it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, but I'm not, a, I'm not into like super wordy rap. <laughs> Says the guy yeah, who loves yeah. to dot that X beats. and works at yeah. that beats. Yeah, like super wordy. But I appreciate it. It's just not my thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Kendrick's album came out, and I like it, but I didn't love it like the way like right like you're supposed some to. People did. Yeah. I like the early Kendrick. I have not loved uh, either of his albums since. I feel well, like- I like Butterfly better than uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Which Butterfly people look at me the- like I'm crazy. How <laughs> Mariah Carey. Yeah, I like Mariah Carey's <laughs> Butterfly better than anything Kendrick ever put out. Hey guys, we just want to take a quick second to shout out our friends at CISO. Only CISO lets comedy aficionados stream hand-picked, ad-free, on-demand comedy from the comfort of your favorite device and location. 
CISO's got all of NBC's late-night shows the next day, fresh new stand-up every day of the year, and original series, all for just $3.99 a month. Jeff, if they don't have Wyatt Snack, then I'm not signing up. Well, guess what they do? If they don't have Wyatt Snack and Upright Citizens Brigade, and then I'm not going to sign up at all. They do. If they don't have Wyatt Snack, the Upright Citizens Brigade, and Dan Harmon's Harmon Quest, then count me out. Well, guess what? It's coming soon. Just imagine there's a place where all of your favorite comedy lives, and there is. It is called CISO. It's a new comedy streaming service with all the quotable classics you grew up on, like Monty Python, The Kids in the Hall, and SNL, as well as 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, and The Office. Well, what's the best part? CISO is always ad-free and only $3.99. No joke. Why aren't you laughing now? Go to CISO.com and start streaming for free. And now let's get back into this episode with Cypher Sounds and your boys from It's The Real. So here's something that we, we had an opportunity to, to, to go see and we totally like screwed this up. Is that years ago, um, Lin-Manuel's first uh, show on Broadway was called In the Heights. In the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah. Yeah. So our aunt took us in previews before it even yeah. opened. We saw it and we were like, this, so cultured. We're like this shit is whack. We're yeah. just like, this is the yeah. worst. This guy's well, never going to have anything good happen to him in his life. Because I – all right. So the, the, the musical, it's like – They'll say something in English, yeah. and they'll say it in Spanish, yeah. and they'll say it in English again. Yeah. So it's like, paciencia y fe, grandma, patience and faith. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, like I do not need to be talked to like a seventh grader. <laughs> right, like, and so like we left there, and we're like, this, Wait, did they have the um, did it have the nine train joke in it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, like, it's that was just, like my favorite part. Oh, really? you, oh, I thought you might have heard like an, a version before it came yeah. out, <laughs> before he changed it. Like, like right, a, yeah. so in the show in the Heights, it's like. You could take they're singing, but it's like you yep. could basically take the one or the nine. Yeah. And then someone's like, There's no more nine. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's some New York shit. Right <laughs> so we saw it, we left there and we're like, This guy's done. It's yeah. a rap for him, right? Yeah. Horrible. Yes. He go, he goes on to win like, yeah. you know, best Every, musical of that year. Yeah. Right. And then probably like four years later. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton yeah. is in previews in the yeah. New York Times magazine, yeah, like yeah, yeah. writing up a huge piece on it. Yeah, and so I um I read a New Yorker piece, and I was at our grandma's 102nd um, birthday, and this guy's like, oh, like you work in hip hop or whatever. He's like, do you know about this uh this musical that's coming out? It's about Alexander Hamilton, and apparently. Alexander Hamilton was like Tupac. And I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm like, there's no way. You're like this guy. Yeah. I'm like, this is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then we got offered tickets by two different groups yeah. to go. In previews? Yeah. And we or, said. It was at the public, one, right? Yeah, yeah. And we were like, never. Not yeah. doing that. Like, we're taking yeah. a stand. Total like, waste of time. Yeah. Meanwhile. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah. Crazy. And then. Well, we hold grudges, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just nuts. We made the biggest We're mistake like, ever. Like, Manuel, like, you're going to waste an hour and a half of my time? Right. Now he's at the White House regularly. It's just like, yeah, we were very wrong he about that. He just hangs yeah, out at yeah. the White House. Maybe Yo, he we did, like um, Puerto Ricans. I have a podcast called The Juan Epstein Podcast. Heard of it. Heard of it. Tell me more about you it. You should check it out. It's the first hip hop podcast. Is. And by the way, you guys. I, I don't Peter Peter may do this, but you certainly don't. I think you guys deserve so much credit and should really talk about the fact that you guys were the first hip hop podcast Man, and longest running and all that. I like that you're like eh, whatever. I just <laughs> but you, you who's just gonna said give it. Us credit? Uh, I, the board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's gonna give us credit? Apple. Who's, who does it? I mean, yeah, whatever. You know, I like living in this fucking weird. I like how like our podcast is like this weird, like you know when you watch when you listen to Quentin Tarantino. Talk about the movies that he liked, those weird 70s movies that 
from Australia that, yeah. that he then bases his movies on. That's, that's you guys. That's <laughs> one MC podcast. And somebody's going to be like, I used to listen to this one. <laughs> no, but we had Lin-Manuel on. And I I knew Lin-Manuel before In the Heights because he, he was in a um like an improv freestyle rap group called Freestyle Love Supreme. Right. Mm-hmm. So I seen shows where like it was like improv and I'm all into comedy, obviously. Right. And um, so he came. Uh, he was. I used to speak to him a lot, and not much anymore. <laughs> but uh, he invited me to In the Heights. That's how I saw it. And then he came on One App, and he told he's like, "Yeah, I'm working on this this next thing. It's about um Alexander Hamilton." <laughs> and I'm like, "Who the, f- the fuck are you doing that for? Who wants to see that? Stick to some Latin shit. It's working for you, bro. sure. Yeah." And he's like, "More nine train jokes." <laughs> he's like, "What do you think if it's like if I did like a? Because you know he died in a duel." Like, what if we did, like, Biggie, Ten Duel Commandments? And me and Rosenberg were like, uh, <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, two yeah, years later. A- a- A&R site. I remember, like, when it was in previews in the public, and uh, and they are like, Hamilton. I was like, Hamilton? Why do I know that? We make a play about Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Um, yeah, by the way, it. one of the first times that we met you was at your comedy show at Comics. Yeah, fourteenth um, and ninth. Yep, yep. Um, R.I.P. Comics. Yeah, weirdly. Okay, so uh, we saw you, uh, Patrice, played that night. Yeah, Ham- Hannibal Burris. Oh, played I that know night. that night. Yeah. Um, weirdly, I don't know if it was your call or somebody else's, but they sat all the Jews together. <laughs> so it was me, Eric, uh, Drake, Drake, Joey Manda, oh, yeah. and Alchemist, and Alchemist. <laughs> Joey Manda is Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, I thought he was part, Italian. Part. No, no, Are you going to treat Italian? him differently now? <laughs> yeah, I should call him. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a crazy night. That was a crazy yeah. night. I forgot that was the Drake night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When Patrice and, was there. Like, yeah, yeah, And um, totally. my friend, um, the African kid from Toronto, Tricks. Oh, I don't know who him, that is. And um, this guy, Mike Vecchione. Was it, did you see him? I White think guy? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there was like a lot of shit going on backstage. That's how I remember who was there that night. What, what do you mean? Patrice. No, Patrice oh. was like just back there just killing yeah. everybody. <laughs> Yo, killing everybody. Hannibal did not do well that night. But we thought he did like amazing. Like We, we went yeah, up to him. Yeah, it was super early Hannibal. Yeah, yeah we yeah. came up to him and he was like, oh, it's the real. We're like, whoa. Like, we, were like, <laughs> yeah. we were like, yo, he you're asked awesome. Me, he asked me to do that show. Just to try out that Jeezy joke. Oh my god! He's like, "Yo, can I do your show?" And I was like, um, "Yeah." He's like, "I didn't know how to really produce a show back then. I didn't really know what a guest spot was. I was still like really new." Yeah. And he's like, "Can I do a guest spot?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. What's a guest spot?" <laughs> he's like, "I just want to do five minutes. I want to try out this Jeezy joke." And I was like, uh, "You're only gonna do that joke?" He's like, "No, I'm gonna fucking do other jokes." But, yeah. And then um, it didn't hit. No. And that's one of my favorite Hannibal jokes. Right. My room's got room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I, I asked Jeezy about it, and I'm trying. He Jeezy didn't get the joke. Right. Jeezy was yeah, like, Jeezy "Oh, like he needs guy. to get a bigger house." <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh well." Rappers don't like being made fun of. I mean, I, I think rappers. more more now, like certainly than like seven eight years ago. I think they understand like personality sells, and they yeah. can like help that you know go like yeah but back then Jeezy was like no him no, no for sure lot, yeah, but like was... people like 2 Chainz certainly have a good like you know yeah. attitude about things right 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 and, and Wayne and yeah, all yeah who's them. been yeah. the best uh, guest at um, your improv show uh, I mean besides, besides us, us yeah. yeah you guys killed it uh, who's I don't know see this is one of those questions I told you should have gave me some prep right <laughs> give us give us the top five Bronson was great <laughs> Bronson was funny he um 
he jumped on stage with us while we were doing improv. <laughs> I do a weekly show at the UCB Theater uh, in UCB here in New York City, UCB East. Yeah. We just call it like uh, UC Beast. No. It's called the Beast. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. yeah. And uh, yeah, so I do a show every Friday. Three year anniversary is coming up. Congratulations! Yes. Yeah. I got Wyclef Jean. But also, you have special guests. I always put special guests. So it's it's really. I never know. (laughs) I just hope. I hope somebody reads the flyer and be like, ooh, could I be a special guest? Um, We've seen a bunch of good ones. We saw Smoke Dizza was awesome. Smoke Dizza. Oh, I wasn't. No, I didn't. I wasn't at that one. You weren't at that one? No. How were you not at your. Rosenberg hosted that, right? Mm -mm, No, I think you did it. No, I wasn't there. I never. Oh yeah, the yeah, second you, time. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it once when I wasn't there. Rosenberg brought. I was like, you were definitely there, yeah, and so it smoked his. Yeah, so it yeah. Um, um, we saw Noriega Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Noriega, yeah. hilarious stories. I saw I saw Jada perform um, when you did it at uh, yeah the FIT FIT yeah, right yeah. for the yeah. Week yeah. of the locks. Yep, <laughs> Jason of the Locks, yes. yeah, and the Locks who shut down that <laughs> that Greek show, Fest. shut it down, <laughs> baby. Asbury Park shut down. <laughs> uh, um, two Chains was good. He was a little high, but it was story was what, funny. What Two Chains? <laughs> Our Two Chains was high. It was a little high <laughs> off that lead. What about? Uh, oh, we saw Just Blaze one time. Just Blaze. I know, I know, but Just Blaze's problem was he didn't get it. <laughs> he told. A story. He told a story of a dream he had. Yeah, right? yeah. And it doesn't. It kind of doesn't work. We need real life stories so you can tell the details. Right. A right. dream is kind of like too fuzzy. Oh. It should have been a story about the dream. About the dream. Yeah. What happened um, after the dream? No, yeah. no, the dream. Oh, the rapper. Yeah, the dream. yeah. No, well, he's a singer. <laughs> um, when we did ours, first of all, our stories were amazing. Yes. But um, <laughs> as as they should have been. Um, but. Uh, the second story, you guys didn't even like acknowledge it. You were just like, "Fuck it," <laughs> really? Yeah, but that's their choice. It's their yeah. show. It's it's not. We don't reenact a story. We just use it as inspiration. No, I amazing. wanted it yeah. to be a documentary. <laughs> yeah, that's different. You got to call Fred Armisen. Um, okay, so can you talk about what Hot ninety seven? About everything. What Hot ninety seven meant to you on the whole? Your whole. No, we just want you to say yes or no. <laughs> yes and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hot ninety seven was my everything. Uh, it was I devoted my entire life to it, and some regrets now, some, but not not a lot. I mean, it was everything. It made me who I am. Uh, it was a great job, great career. It made like made my career. Like Tracy Clority made me a personality, which got me into like doing all this other stuff. Yeah, it was cool. It opened up the doors. I mean, Hot Night Seven was great back then. Yeah. Was, well, when you say like regrets, you mean like while you were there or, or leaving? Like I no I okay so like I would put Hot Ninety Seven before anything where mm. I should have been putting myself before anything right. and then also contributing to Hot Ninety Seven. Right. But I I treated it like it was my lifeline, where it should have just been like part of my life. But it was like the only like I'll tell you like this. Remember there was a blackout. Yep, mm-hmm. in New York City. So, uh, I went to the station. They asked me like, "Yo, people can't get in. The tunnels are closed. Can you come fill in?" So I was like, "Yeah." So I went to the station, and I had my ex girlfriend with me and her son, who was like, he was like my son that I kind of raised. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, "They're like, oh, we have power at the station. There's a generator. So like the the vending machines on, like lights are on, everything." So I was like, "Oh, cool. We'll hang out here for a little while." And the security was like, nah, we can't let her in. And and I was like, all right, I'll see you at home. Like, <laughs> like, like, and I sent my girlfriend at the time to a, a dark <laughs> home in New Jersey. 
and her fucking little kid's son. And I was like, I didn't even flinch. I was like, they're not letting you in. I'll have to catch you later. And she's like, you're not going to come home with me? I'm like, no, I got to go upstairs. And uh, just shit like that, like always like. And I've brought I've brought in like clients, sales clients to the station. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I like they want to do a deal with me. Right. And I'm like, yeah, let's, you know, I'll bring you to the sales department and then we'll work it out. And then the sales department like takes the deal and I get like an appearance fee. Damn. But I didn't care because I was like, oh, I brought the station money. They're going to love right, me. Right. And through the different bosses that came around, the third boss didn't even know I did that. So mm. he didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, like the thing like Rihanna, like I should have went on the road with Rihanna or even Ross, like. And you know what I'm saying? Like, all those people that I helped break, I could have went. And I would, like, or, I, or people would ask me, like, yo, can you come DJ this or do this? I'm like, ah, I can't leave the radio, hmm. you know? And I should have, like, took more of those opportunities. Yeah. So, whatever. What was the longest set that you would spend on, like, an all-mix weekend? Uh, in the beginning, like, long. 72 hours? <laughs> no, like, five hours. Like, Flex's show on Friday nights used to be, was it Friday? Or Saturday? Saturday was 7 to midnight. Man. And I would fill in a lot, like. Five hours. And then once Mr. C took over as mix show coordinator, he started like, gotta be fair. Like, why? Why you gotta be fair? You don't gotta be fair. But yeah, breaking it up more. Um, And can you talk about when you guys got the five to seven slot yeah. in the morning? Yeah, so what I was, was doing, so I had a job at Sirius Satellite Radio. So like, doing morning shows is a big deal. You have the to, Cypher Sounds effect? Yeah, Cypher Sounds effect, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you do a morning show, you have to like, it's a big, it's the biggest show of the station, or it should be. But if Funkmaster Flex and Angie Martinez are at your station, the biggest show is now the third fucking show. <laughs> um, but everywhere else in the world, the morning show is the most important. Sure. Right? So, But there is that tradition of like, the Ed and Dre and Star and Buck, yeah. and that's, it was it's still yeah. a big show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're in the number one market, number one listen to time slot. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I would disagree. But, uh, <laughs> but um, they were like, you know, we want, we think you're funny. We want you to do the. We might think of you one day as doing the morning show, but you got to get more experience. Here's why I'm blessed, because uh, hashtag blessed. Um, <laughs> most people, when you do radio, especially in New York, you have to leave town, go to like North Carolina or Florida, or some. Get your chops up and then try to make it back to New York. Right. I was lucky enough that I got a job at Sirius, which was in New York. So I could go and cut my teeth at Sirius, but still do all my weekend shows at Hot, do all my fill-ins. And so it was like I was doing a morning show at Shea 45, which was kind of like practice because there wasn't as many rules. And then I got good at it and then came to Hot. Yeah. So I didn't have to leave town, and sometimes you don't make it back. Right? How many people are from New York or want to come like to New war. York? <laughs> it is war. Radio's war or was not anymore. Um, um, yeah. So I, I I got lucky, and then um. So then they had Big Boy, who is great guy. Playing lang 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 lang. But a sing- <laughs> a syndicated show in New York was just. He's a regional impossible. guy. Yeah. We heard that there's no getting used to waking up in the morning that early. No, no, no getting used to it. It's like. It's torture. <laughs> it's absolute torture. Yeah, I, that's how I got fat. I was drinking sodas. Damn. Like, five in the morning just trying to wake up. Like, yeah, it's not, bad. Not a good lifestyle. I don't know what it is. Like, you figure, like, if you do it for so long, your body gets used to it. But there's something about that time of day. Your body just knows. 
like Angela Yee like somehow stays out all night. Yeah. And then wakes up. Does she sleep in the day? I, I like don't know. Trip. I don't know her yeah. her life. <laughs> yeah. So you and Peter didn't exactly get along at the very beginning, right? We still don't get along. And, and that's why. The, <laughs> and that's why the. That's why you guys started the podcast yeah. to sort of like as an exercise to. Well, no, not because we didn't get along. We just didn't know how we sounded with each other. Really, like, in the microphone, like we didn't. You know, we were put together. Yeah. So, I don't know your style. You don't know my. Well, he knew me a little more. Because he loved the Hot 97 and wanted to be there. Right. I didn't fucking know him nerd. at all. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nerd. Um, so, yeah. So, we like he was like, let's do a podcast. And I was like, what's that? He's like, we're just going to go in this room and talk. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and listen back and see how if we sound good. And it became Juan Epstein. You Eight know? years later. Did you ever, like, Hot 97 executives, when they would, like, hear the stories that you guys were telling on there that were so candid, <laughs> did they ever have a problem with it? On Juan Ep? On Juan Ep. They didn't, I don't even think they heard it. Did they ever? So they never even like wanted to like license it or use it or put Hot 97 kind, on it? There was some talk sometimes, especially when they were trying to do more video stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, I remember we signed something that was like, like right when like, you know, YouTube was blowing up and like content became like the big buzzword. Right. Um, they were like, you know, all everything you guys come up with, we own, like even video wise. And I was like, I'm not signing that. I'm not. That's crazy. Like, it's that's that's not radio. That's not part of my job. And they're like, no, it is part of your job. So I like, I don't think I signed it, or I might have had to, but it was like under like. Uh, Did you put a fake name? Protest. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, I think then they were trying to do something with it, but they it's too, like they. They would try to change it. Like, can you guys get more focused? And we're like, no, this is this is two guys just talking shit. Like, there's no focus. They wanted to produce it? Like, make it more like, can, does it have to be so long? Like, <laughs> yes, it's a podcast. Like, it has to be long. <laughs> can you put commercial breaks in there? Yeah, can you, commercial? And can you do like, uh, you know, stadium? Um, yeah, so like, yeah, it, didn't, it never worked. And or like, uh, station um, station breaks? Yeah, station breaks. <laughs> well, we held on to it. Western then, Beef commercial. I mean, it went yeah. away kind of a couple times, but it always. And now it's like the best shit ever. Yeah. And what about, um, can you talk about your relationship with Angie? Angie, or, my sister? Yeah, what she meant to you. Um, a lot. Like, Flex is my mentor. Flex put me in the game. Flex is great at giving advice. For if you want to follow the flex path, I learned that I was not Funkmaster Flex. It took me a long time because I just try to be Funkmaster Flex. We were, were you wearing lugs? I wore lugs. <laughs> I wore starter gear. <laughs> but then I became my own person. And Angie was like the one who like took me under her wing and was like, you got to do this. Taught me how more how to be a personality on the radio mm-hmm. and um, gave me great advice. And yeah, and she's like my big sister. Was there any thought that you would take over her show when she was on maternity leave? And when Sonny took over? No, no, no way. I was nowhere near ready for back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, filling in, yeah, I could fill in, but no, I couldn't do a whole show. (laughs) They were like, you're good for one day a week. Well, what about when she left for power? Yeah, that's when I. Mm -hmm. Oh, then you did it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So was there any thought put into that, though? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the last. Two years of the morning show, I wanted to be out. And we always used to talk. We're like, yo, Angie's slot is the dream slot. 
three to seven is like you could wake up early, take care of everything you need to take care of, go to work, leave at seven. You could go home. You could go to the movies. You could watch TV. You could go to sleep early if you want. Have a real life. Or you could stay out all night and fucking not have to get up until <laughs> one o'clock the next day. Like anything you wanted to do, you could do. Amazing. That slot. Yeah, and then so like she left, and I was like, "Oh, this is my opportunity." Like I kind of wanted to leave. There was a lot of bullshit happening, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You know, no one ever thought Angie would leave." Like you right. know, like flexing Angie. That's hot ninety seven. And then she left, and we were like, "Oh shit!" And I tried to get it, and they were like, later on, they were like, "They were never gonna give it to you." I was like, "Well, why didn't they fucking tell me?" And by the way, you were at you were at uh, Carnegie Hall no, or Radio, Radio City. City? Yeah, when the day she left. Yeah, yeah, I was sad. I didn't get to go there the day she left, but and then, whatever. And then you hit her on text or something, or did you guys ever like talk it through? Or was the next time you saw her like at yeah, at I'm shower? Sure I, yeah, I'm sure I hit her. No, I saw her after that. Yeah. We we're friends. Yeah, I mean, not close, close friends, but no one in the business is close, close. I mean, we're very close with Miss Info. <laughs> How close? True. Like real close. Like, does she come over here and hang out? Like we, we go, go over to her, her place, place and hang yeah, out. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have a couple friends that I'm We're close friends with, with Peter. That's true. Yeah. Would you yeah. say your your friends are like Pharrell, Jay Z, Rick Jay-Z. Ross? Yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not nah, like that's what I'm saying. Like if I see Jay around the office, it's always mad cool. But he doesn't invite me over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, he wouldn't send you a Christmas card because you don't celebrate Christmas. When do I get? How do you get to that next? Step like I don't know. Uh, I think you have to like lock yourself in his office. So wait, you, yeah, you're friend Lee with him. Yeah, yeah, friend Lay. Yeah, friend Lay. Friend Lay. <laughs> We're friend Lee with like. No, but I no, it's more than that though. I don't know. That's, you guys not, are, that's what I'm saying. Business. Does he DJ? Because then you guys can be brothers. <laughs> I think he does DJ. <laughs> I think like in the business, you just I don't know. Like you, I, I heard an interview Howard Stern or somebody, and they were like. You like people that are in movies together, mm-hmm. like the movie is like a war, right? Right. And then you leave, and you might not see each other for ten years. And the moment you see each other, right, it's like you, you go it. right back yeah. to that war, yeah. like yeah. that moment. That's you and Ange, uh huh? No, no, not that's I you and Jay, huh? No, it's just, just <laughs> the industry is like a war. So you might not see someone for a while. Or the industry is a movie. The industry wow. is a movie. <laughs> exactly. No, I did want to talk about. Uh, True Life. Yes. Talk about... so. That's my friend. So Sycamore... Yeah. Brought him in to... From what I remember... I don't remember Sycamore being in it. I know Green Lantern was a big deal. Talk about it. Uh, Who brought True Life in? Yeah. Yeah, I... Tried to suggest it, but... There was already they had already brought him in. Hmm. He was already in green. From what I remember, Green Lantern was like a big part of it. By the way, Green is one of the guys that we really, really, really want to get on the podcast. He's living in like Phoenix now. Yeah, it is Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but, know his son DJs. No, I didn't no. know that. His son DJs and he DJs for McConan. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm the, the eight year old kid that I met at Hot ninety seven is now like crazy twenty one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like no, he's a ten years old DJ. Yeah. Like he's like a like a. a he hangs out with his pops with Green Lantern. It's so it's weird. crazy. I don't know what it's like now, honestly. Like I don't I honestly don't listen to a lot of radio, right? Yeah. But like in the heyday of Hot Ninety Seven, like the late nineties, early two thousands, the, the the different personalities 
that DJ really had different personality. Like even the way that they mixed, like yeah. Green right. versus like K Slay yeah. versus You, absolute. Yeah. Versus, yeah, absolute yeah. Camillo. Um, yeah, everybody was different. Clue and and Envy. It just it felt real. Like just can you tell who was DJing when you listened if they didn't say their name? Probably, I think I could, I could tell yeah. every yeah. single. Yeah. I tell, I know every person's. DJ. Yeah, no, I can't. But the only the but, only reason I would like hesitate is because I think I knew the schedules as well. Right. Yeah. right so right. if you were like, if I was just yeah, like pop on, I would be like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, but, but as soon as you hear jail bars and you're like, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> um, wait, so is True Life out now? No, not yet. Soon. Because really like, soon. I was looking it up because he was scheduled to be out. Yeah. Um, uh yeah, he was supposed to get an early release. He didn't get it. I'm not supposed to talk about it. He hates when I talk about him, but. Um, no, so yeah, he came to Rock La. Mm-hmm. Well, it was supposed to be Rockefeller, but then Jay Z created Rock La Familia, and that's how I got. Like, that's the job I got. Like when I suggested trying to sign Damian Marley, he was like, "Oh, I'm starting like a world label. That'd be perfect for that," um, which it would have been. And uh, <laughs> and then um, remember that other kid, Aztec? Totally, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's From like Houston a big actor now. No, I didn't. You know what? That. Yeah, I saw him in an episode of Louis. You watch <laughs> Louis? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm watching Louie one day. This is your world's fucking colliding. Yeah, That's yeah. wild. I'm watching Louie, and there's a... Maybe you remember the episode. Louie went to Miami and got friendly with a Spanish guy that worked in the oh, hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's Aztec. What? Took him around? Took him not- around, like, Cuban, Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Aztec. Weird. Yeah. So, That's I'm like... Crazy. I'm watching, I'm like... How the fuck do I know this guy? Like, this guy looks so familiar. And I'm like, you know, I'm around actors and UCB, and he, maybe he's a comic, right? And I'm like, damn. And I and I watch the end of the episode and look at his name, and I Google him. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, it's fucking Aztec, yo. That's amazing. Then I saw him. He's like has a big part in the strain. Them. I think it's on FX. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I never yeah, watched yeah. it, but my yeah. wife watches it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, Aztec. <laughs> oh, but Louis oh, is on FX too. Yeah, right. So yeah, amazing, yeah, like, yeah. Some kind he's of known connection. within the building. Yeah. yeah. So he's on the strain. Then he was in that movie, the boxing movie. Creed? No, the other one. I the can't remember. Jake, is it Gyllenhaal? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that Eminem did the soundtrack. Yeah, Southpaw. And, Southpaw. Yeah, Southpaw. Okay, so I, don't, I only saw the previews. But when like he's yelling at some guy in like a big lobby, like he's dressed up as like a ballroom, mm-hmm. that's Aztec. Yo, Aztec yeah. is everywhere. He's everywhere, yo. <laughs> he's fucking everywhere. Who so who else was Rock La Familia? So Aztec and then True Life. Was Nori on there? Nori had his reggaeton album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. Rock La Familia. <laughs> uh, we, we had a video back in the day. One of our sketches. We had Nori come over and Capone, right? And but Nori was going door to door selling reggaeton. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all a big thing so that Capone would be in the background stealing our TV. <laughs> it was really funny. It was That's really funny. Great. Nori showed up on time. Like, yeah, Nori showed up like about early. a half hour early and yeah. smoked cigarettes like one after another downstairs. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. <laughs> um, how, yo, how good do you feel for Fat Joe, by the way, right now? Uh, uh, <laughs> I hate Fat Joe, man. In what way? He never does any of my shows that I ask him to do. He did, he, here's, here's my problem with Fat Joe. Uh-oh. Yeah. Listen, I'm not on the radio no more. I don't got to be political. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with Jose, <laughs> Joe Cartagena. Yo, I went to his house. is terrible. <laughs> I went to his house once. Like, I remember Pasi back in the day. Grandma. <laughs> Fat Joe is one of those guys, arm around me, mm-hmm. like, yo, you know us Boricos got to stick together. Mm. 
you know they out to get us. <laughs> They're trying to kill us. So, yo, make sure you tell Flex. Da, 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 right? This is like when I was like a young <laughs> DJ. I'm like, I got you, Joe, for life. Yeah. Right? And then, like, me and Pun were cool. Me and Joe were cool. And then um, that's how I met Khaled through Joe, obviously. Because right, like, right. fucking. Yeah, um, enough said that that uh, that the whole terror squad, Macho and, and Fat Joe, like threatened to t- to flip turntables upside down yeah. if if uh, enough didn't let Khaled get on the set. Yeah, kind of it sounds idea. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds right. And then uh, so then years and then so there's this one time Joe, remember the the episode of Cribs, mm-hmm. Joe's house oh, yeah, where yeah, he licked yeah. the yep. Air Force One. Sure, yeah. I went to that house and <laughs> Khaled was in the pool, which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Callan in your pool just looks disgusting. But um, Joe's wife, the sweetest woman, and Terror Squad people were there, Macho, all those guys. And I still remember this. I don't know why because I'm a fat fuck. But Joe was cooking bar- like on the barbecue grill mm. and and had like this sauce on the chicken. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> and to this day, he still brings it up. Like if I owe him for those couple of pieces of chicken... <laughs> But he's like, yo, always like, yo, sorry, we got to stick together, Boricua, the Bronx, da-da-da. And every time he has a new record, I would play it on the radio, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, yo, can you come to this club I'm doing? Can you come to my improv show, comedy show? Nothing. Has never, never showed up. Has never once came to any... I remember nunca. He, he did... <laughs> nunca. He, he, he did... Remember he was doing something with MTV and Chris DiStefano, who's a comedian? Right. He was the host with him. I think. Oh. Chris the Seven Hat used to have like a sports show. Yeah. Something with that. They connected. Right. And Joe, he's like, I said, yo, can you come to my comedy show, my improv show? He's like, I can't. I got to go to Chris Stefano's comedy show. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's never done sh- shit on any of my shows, man. That's horrible. Pisses me off. Ma- Maybe he'll be the surprise guest. Maybe. Yo, uh, somebody's coming there's in. There's a surprise yeah. guest. Do you know hey. our brother Dan? I have met Dan before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, Dan. How are you? So, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, so fuck Fat Joe. But I'm happy for Remy. Yep. Um, How about... Are you happy for Cool and Dre? Cool and Dre. Love those guys. <laughs> nah, I'm happy. everybody I, but Fat Joe. I, ha- I heard... Um, even like... Even like... Fuck Fat Joe, man. <laughs> like, we was at J-Lo's birthday party in the Hamptons, right? I was DJing. What year is this? La- not last summer, the one before. Mm-hmm. And um, Because Bronx stays together. Always got to stay together. Right? Always. Yeah. French yeah. Montana was there. Yo, BX, listen. baby. <laughs> um, I met Kelly Ripper that night. And Leah Remini. Oh, Yo. I love Leah Remini. Well, she's, she's, she's oh, hot. No. no, she's hot now that she's not Scientologist. Scientologist. Yeah, yeah. let's say. She wasn't hot back then? I, I mean, mean, it's, it's, a it's little, yeah. yeah. There's like a worm in your brain. <laughs> uh, she's always been hot to me since Saved by the You'd Bell. You'd like to put a worm somewhere else. <laughs> um, so J Lo's birthday, uh, amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, Fat Joe's there again. Arm around, puts me to the side. Yo, I'm about to, I did this record with J Lo. Yo, it's crazy. You gotta play it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck your records, man. He's like, but J Lo, but um, yeah, the record didn't really do much. Uh, because you one, didn't though. play it. That's right. Because it's my fault. Yeah. But um, yeah. Then this, I heard this one. Uh, I put like a, a bunch of new shit on my phone, like just for. I was getting ready for South by, so I was just loading my phone with new music because I was like gonna see all these new artists, young artists, and I put that on there, and I was like, oh, this is fire, it yo! Is, it is. I, this is the type of record. That record is like a hot ninety seven, like 
just the way it sounds feels like totally. spring, mm-hmm. summer, New York. For sure. And I was like, if I was on the radio, I'd be playing the shit out of this. Man. All right, two things we definitely have to ask you about. All One, right. give us a good Puerto Rican Day Parade story. All right. And two, have you ever been to Puff's house? No, never been to any of Puff's house. None of them? No. Damn. Never. Nope. Wow. You yo, been to- fuck Puff, yo. <laughs> no, no I've never been. To the side. Never been. And I've been close to a lot of people around him. I never, never went. Christian. Is it because you don't drink Ciroc? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even You're, before Ciroc was even around, was, have you been? Knew, have you been to Fifties Place up in Connecticut? No, I was supposed to go, but really? but you gotta understand this goes back to Hot ninety seven stuff like that. Like Flex was DJing that, mm-hmm. but I would Flex told me right back in the day. This is a long time ago. He said he was going to do like some road gigs, and I was like, I want to go with you because I was like his opener. He's like, you want to fill in on a radio or you want to go on the road? You mm-hmm. got to make a choice. And I chose radio. Hmm. So I never got to go when he would go DJ, like stuff like that, because I'd have to fill in. Right. So I never, you know, a couple of things, but not like, I remember he, because it was Mike Tyson's house, right? Yeah, yeah right. It used to be Mike Tyson's Correct. house. Yeah. But Puerto Rican Parade, hmm. uh, I mean, it's, it's always fun. I was on a float once with the Beat Nuts and Maxwell. <laughs> Maxwell's half Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. He's like Basquiat. Uh, <laughs> he's half Haitian, half Puerto Rican. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I have no idea about Maxwell or Basquiat. Uh, both, actually. Yeah, you're you're an animal. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Like Basquiat was more Latino than Haitian, really. But because his name is French, right? He gets more credit to be Haitian. That's but what I, thought, yeah. I think he was raised more by his Spanish side of the family. Hmm. But uh, his name is fucking Jean yeah. Michel. So they're like, they're like, yeah, he's French, French. Montana is neither from France nor Montana. Wow. No, <laughs> Morocco. Yeah, but they speak French there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've listened to French Montana in both Montana French, and France. French Montana. Sorry, this this these stories are all over the place. Let's do it. French Montana. His name is the epitome of the ignorance of like the Bronx, because you know, like. He came from Morocco right. and spoke French. So then they yo just Frenchy. fucking yo Frenchy. Like that's so disrespectful, yo. Well, I mean, Chink's drugs his name. That's di- that's different it's too. Very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like. Did you know? Did you know French when he was running around with DVDs? No. no. Uh, yeah, I met him a couple times, but yeah. I didn't, I, you didn't buy any DVDs. I met him because he used to always be around. Like, like he was was he signed at Akon or he was down with Akon? Right, correct. Yeah. He, both. I was around Akon a lot back then. Mr. Morgan connection. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And Boo? Boo was there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh but I, I didn't really know him that well. We went to a uh we were out in LA uh last year. Living it up. Hey. Yeah. And yeah. As one does. Just like the Ja Rule record. <laughs> yeah. And we went to um Young Sav hit us, right? Yeah. Who you'll remember from running the boards. <laughs> yep. But uh now he's, you know, Khaled's like sidekick and he's, yeah, he's, president he's vice president of, of MMG, MMG. Yeah. and and so he's like yo come through we're shooting a video for hold hold you down hold, yeah hold how did down. he how did he know you were there uh, he knew we were in LA from um, Instagram okay okay yeah. so he was just like yo come through this thing it's in like I don't know where it was in the hills somewhere like so Temecula we go up there and by the way we are the only two idiots who there's this long driveway that goes up this big hill and we're the only idiots who park down on the street and walk up while <laughs> yeah. they have like big yeah, vans. But we are we are just humble <laughs> hip hop right. sketch comedians <laughs> in <laughs> in sweatshirts walking yeah. up in California. Well, cuz we're indoor sweating. boys. Yeah. 
we we get up to the top and there's you know hold you down has a million features on it right right so, so jeremiah has like a trailer uh, and uh chris brown has a trailer future, and future has right. one and, and uh august alcina yeah they all have different trailers yeah, so yeah. we're there we can't find sav we can't find Khaled, and we're like we have no idea where to go yeah. so we're and just so like, we're just like Standing outside this giant mansion, then at a certain point we just start walking around this giant mansion. Oh, well, and then we spotted Boo, who has no like, idea who we are. You're like little Dicky. No, 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 we're not. Like don't do that. There you are. No, no. You're walking around random mansions. We're, is that what little Dicky does in his video? What video? Now, Save that does, money. Yeah, 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 oh well. Yeah. Ugh, that's, All right. I'm just saying, you're walking around random mansions <laughs> like little Dicky. <laughs> so we finally we find Boo, who doesn't like know us from anybody, right? And we're just like Boo, and he was like, uh. and we're like, Yo, where's Sav? And he was like, Ah, uh, I have no idea. And eventually, like, we walked around and found him in the back. And then Sav so was like, You got to say what's up to Khaled. So we're like, Oh, cool. Let's go find Khaled. And we walked past this big room. And in the video, it's the it's the room where Khaled. There's a giant. Yeah, pile like, of money. Yeah, that's the one where he's like, "Yo, you smart, you yeah, loyal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Go buy your, you know, go buy your, your mama house. house yeah. yeah. Um, and so I took a picture of that, but I couldn't tell if it was real money or not. But also, but also you were very money. afraid. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want somebody to walk in and be like, "Are you taking this possibly real money?" Because <laughs> like, there's nobody else around. But like, how how like 2015 is this of us? Like, we go and like we don't have much to say to Khaled other than like, and this is pre Snapchat yeah. the whole thing. But like, we love his whole catalog. Yeah. Certainly, we know his his whole history. We go back there and we're hanging out with Sav, and then he's like, Khaled's getting dressed, by the way. Like, so it's like not yeah, like Khaled is always getting dressed. Yeah, but we're not <laughs> gonna true. like yeah, hang out true. and like you know talk yeah. extensively. And I feel like he probably wouldn't want to anyway. And we're just like, so uh, I don't know. We got an Instagram picture with you, and he was like, no problem. Gave the finger to the camera. That was it. And now we use that like picture like all the time. But you've seen my documented fight with Khaled. Well, do he's they a- still use that that audio on on Hot ninety seven? I don't know. Show? I haven't listened to Hot since I left. Wow. Not at all. You listen to and serious I thought though? that all Bariquas, Bariquas <laughs> stay together. No, nope. only time I listen. Caliente. I'm gonna tell you the only time I listened to Hot 97 since I left was when Flex was gonna play the new Meek Mill record. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wild. Yo, and you you had your feet in both things right there, like Rock Nation and. Yeah. Uh, and your Hot 97 friends. I was like, oh, he's going to play the new Meek. I put it on, and it didn't happen. I was nope. like, see, this is why I don't fucking listen. Do you listen to the whole show? A lot of it. Yeah, wait <laughs> you <for> dope. <laughs> um, we should say yes. that people should go to Tidal. Yes. And please. Listen, I'm, I, it's, I have a weird fucking life, man. I was like big in one world, mm-hmm. and then going to this comedy world, and I'm literally at the bottom of the ladder. Still? Yeah, I mean, I'm low, you know what I'm saying? And I don't care. I don't mind. I'll work hard for anything I want, but it's weird to be, like, outside the comedy cellar and, like, the people coming in to see the show have no fucking idea who I am. But then some random dudes walking by are like, yo, Cypher Sounds, yo, let me get a picture. So it's, like, a weird thing. But my goal is to merge my two worlds. So all my fans... Or friends, I like to say friends. Who are yeah, fans? Right. Anybody that used to listen to me on the radio or listens to Wanep, uh, if you can help help me merge the two worlds and contribute to my comedy career, I would greatly appreciate it. So one thing is follow me at Cipher Sounds. That's easy, just mm-hmm. like it sounds. By yeah. the way, yeah. just Cipher Sounds. Yeah. Well, C I P H A. Right. Confuses people. Just follow me, <laughs> and then if you could check out any of my comedy shows, especially the one on Title. Which is called the No Small Talk Comedy Series. Now, my goal—I don't think I'm that. I'm not the greatest comedian. I want to get great, 
but I'm not. But I have the ability to showcase people who I think are fucking phenomenal, but don't get. Uh, I say the F word a lot. Have you noticed that? Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get the opportunities that I think they deserve. The system of comedy is archaic on how people get discovered. Right. It's it's the, like from the fifties, yo. Yeah, it's well, horrible. If if Jack Benny isn't handpicking <laughs> yeah, you, if Jack Benny doesn't put you on the Jackie Gleason show. You're not yeah. getting out there. But um, so yeah, so like I was lucky enough to shoot it at the Comedy Cellar, and then I got comedians who don't ever perform at the Comedy Cellar, so they're like, "Thank you so much," because I think you know they deserve the shot. Um, but yeah, I got some great comedians. It's called the No Small Talk Comedy Series. I'm hosting it. Uh, each episode has three comedians. Uh, they're all like a half hour each, so you can watch them when you're at work. Don't worry about doing work. <laughs> watch comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Guys. Oh, of course. Oh, you, you know how committed Sife is to comedy now. He's so committed, he'll bring his old ex girlfriend, leave her outside with her son. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get she's moving to Florida. She's, she's like she's moving, and she had her son up here last week because he lives in Florida now with his dad, and she's like. You have time to come see me and AJ? I was like, yeah. I always say, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it's like the Fat Joe treatments. <laughs> Listen, if I, get a, if I get a call to hit the cellar, I'm out. <laughs> Yo, thanks, Sight. Yo, peace. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if they want to find more of us, where can they go? You can go online. There is an internet portal at your local library. You can find us on Twitter at It's The Real. Also on Instagram at It's The Real. We are on Snapchat at It's It's The Real and It's The Real Eric. Which one am I? You are Eric, and so you are It's The Real Eric. Very easy to find. Let's do it. Please, subscribe, rate, comment go to itunes leave a nice comment for us say something that people will read and be like oh you know what i should go back and listen to every single episode of a waste of time with it's the real go tell a friend jeff do you have a friend that you want to tell yes i want to tell so okay i wear a bear's jacket yes and uh for some reason a lot of people have problems with the bears and i personally don't give a shit about football so maybe it's my fault but anyway we were at this gizzy mars show this guy starts yelling at me about the bears every few minutes telling me bears suck and he was a broncos fan and i somehow turned him into an it's the real fan you should wear an it's the real jacket is the point yeah. i want to tell well i want his name is grant I want to tell our friends, the bald god, Alex Chichamaro, Justin Fleischer, the Fleisch, and Leah Palmieri, who doesn't have a nickname. Doesn't have a nickname, but we'll think of one. I want to shout them all out and tell them, go each tell a friend. And that friend can't be mad fast out because we tell him every week. Go tell some other friends. We'll see you at breakfast. We'll see everyone next week. Jeff, any last words? Yeah, shouts to Matt Fast Out for always getting a shout out on this podcast. Unbroken Street. Let's go.